Well, what an amazing episode. Yes, it was. This is like my favorite that, episode of the season so far. Yeah, that battle, once he like chops off the rat's head and then like merges his body with it and just starts kicking ass. I mean, Pickle Rick was awesome. Oh, oh, I haven't seen Pickle Rick yet. Oh, that's great. Check it out. I know. I wanted to, but um, I don't have a Adult Swim. Like, I saw like it was it was leaked on YouTube. That's how I watch it. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to check out YouTube later. Yeah, it was great. Nice. They've been hyping up the uh, Pickle Rick for a while. Pickle Rick. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Anyway, right. other good battles I saw on TV this week. Um, we finally got an epic dragon battle. Oh, yeah. I suppose we've had a couple before, but uh, this one was definitely the most epic dragon battle we've had. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely worth the wait. Oh, man. It was just good episode. When they said that it was over, I was like, Really already? Is all right? I know. As, as soon as it went black, I was like, "No!" <laughs> is he, is there... I'm like, I swear, there was, was no death. <laughs> no death again of anyone we betted on. No deaths of any main characters. It bothered me so much because there were so many <laughs> close calls. I thought for <laughs> for sure that Bron was going to die. No, Bron's a survivor. Either Braun or Jamie. And I was like, oh my god, Jamie? They're going to kill Jamie? He's going to be the first one? That's crazy. But <laughs> not yet. Spoilers, right. by the way. Jamie doesn't die. How dare you? You just ruined? Everyone who hasn't seen this episode yet, is he? <laughs> right, right. Um... So, did you, like, the transition from when uh, John said that the Queen's not here, and then it goes back to to Jamie on the road, how, like, instantly psyched were you? <laughs> oh, I was psyched at that moment a little bit. I wasn't sure if she was going for them or if she was going to be going for her uh, year on Greyjoy. But then when he started hearing the uh, distant rumble of the hooves. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was a ton of troops or if it was like wings flapping or whatever. I knew I knew it was the distracting. Yeah, like, oh, I mean, the distracting oh, board coming in. Coming. And they're in an open field. They're screwed. <laughs> That's uh, that line from Jamie, the... Uh, yeah. I think we can hold them, and then the dragon comes in. Nope. Nope. <laughs> oh man. Oh, and then uh, ah, uh, with that entire battle scene, because this entire episode was pretty much that battle, wasn't it? I'm trying to remember anything else that really happened, other than I there guess was a lot that happened to this episode. There was. I was just focused on the battle. <laughs> yeah, because it ended with it. Like throughout the whole episode, I kept on thinking, "Well, yeah. this episode's kind of boring." There is a lot of really interesting things happening, though. And then it ended yeah. on such a high note. Mm-hmm. Like I guess okay. So first off, we get the um, dragon glass thing, right? Uh or... yeah. I think we started out. No, uh, we actually started out with Jamie uh, just after his battle. Uh, at mm-hmm. High Garden, and Bronn's asking for a castle. Castle, and he's like, "I'll take that castle." And he's like, "You don't want that castle." <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And he's like, "Be happy with the gold you got right now. Wait until things settle oh, down." Oh, the gold! Remember during the fight when he dropped his gold? That was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bronn's gold. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. Uh, so we open with that scene. Okay, and then we get uh, a little bit at Keen's Landing with uh, Cersei paying off her debt and then uh, the Iron Bank being like, yeah. Yeah, when the Iron Bank's just like, yeah, you want any money you want, just we'll fund the entire war for you. We we, Lancers pay off their debts. Yeah, this is a good investment for us. 
Yeah, because they're like, she knew the uh, money from um, iGarden was coming, and so did he, because they got the news. Because they were going to use uh, the Tyrell's money to pay off all the debt. Yeah. I, it, I, it was a little underwhelming when they like opened up the the, the ending scene with uh, them saying that uh, all the money is secure in King's Landing now, because it would have been great if uh, Danny would have had that win too, and got another money. I don't think money. all the money was in King's Landing, was it? Yeah, they said uh, all the money is secure now, like secured no, in King's Landing. It's not. It wasn't secured yet. Jamie was transporting it. So that's what all those wagons were. Yeah, that, that was confusing. But they they opened up that scene though. That's what they said. All the all the gold is secure in Keen's Landing. That's that's the line that they opened up that scene with. Is it? I don't know. Yeah. They might not have secure. Oh yeah. So, okay. Uh, so then uh, then we get uh, to Winterfell and we get the. Uh, a little conversation between uh, 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 what's his little name? Finger uh, and Bran. Yeah, yep. and he gives him the dagger. First thing I'm thinking there is like they're they're confirm they're confirming my theory. That's what that's what Littlefinger's gonna do. He's gonna get the three eyed raven on his side. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna work the way he wants though. Yeah. Bran um, knows too much. I don't know though. Bran is kind of a dick, so he's kind of in a um, transitional period. <laughs> I don't. He he's might come out really more of a dick than more. not. Yeah, <laughs> more like he's emotionless. <laughs> okay, and then we get uh, Arya back, and uh, yep. it's interesting seeing. Uh, the two sisters getting along. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they haven't seen each other for a long time and everything. They always did love each other, even though they didn't really get along. But you have a lot of siblings that are like that. Well, <laughs> the, the last scene that we see Arya with Ned is she's telling him that, uh, no, I don't love her. And then, but, yeah. I guess they're sisters, I guess. That that's teenage love. Yeah. We <laughs> were just conflicting personalities growing up. I was hoping that uh we'd hear more from Bran and his uh talking about the uh, um Arya's training and stuff with the uh um how she says no one. You know, I was yeah. hoping that he'd have more insight to give people on that. No. No insight from Brand yet. But, um... Oh. Don't bump your head there, buddy. Our boy just smacked his head on this table. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, he's got a hard head. He's fine. But, hey, Tyler. Um, what, were your, what were your thoughts on uh, Arya and Sansa meeting back up? Who? Uh, Arya and Sansa, what were your thoughts about it? Um, I thought it went a little fast, but I know that uh, it's prob- there's some- probably something planned in the, in the works, um, and uh, it's going to be really interesting to see who dies first. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. One of them probably will die before the show's over. Right? But someone's always going to die. Um, so, so, what do you think about uh, Littlefinger and uh, and Bran? Um, how Littlefinger gave him the dagger. What do you think the plan is there? Um, I think the the dagger was actually an old relic. Um, it's probably going to summon some old spirit. It will likely kill two to three people. Um, it's just a question as to which Lannister it's going to be this time. That, that was good, actually. That was good. <laughs> Probably Cersei Lannister. That, that's what right. I'm betting on. But who's the second? Who's the second person that's going to die? <laughs> I 
Take your pick. She got really close with uh, with Brianne with that. That fight was amazing, by the way. Oh, the little um, practice. The, the little training match. Oh, yeah. Which, like, um, you, you can see Sansa giving respect to her sister from above. She's like, what? She's taking yeah, Brianne? You know, Brienne the whole time... <laughs> the whole time that she was talking about uh, killing people, <laughs> that Sansa was just like, yeah, you're so funny. And then she sees that she can actually kill people really kill well. People. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, oh, she's not just talking out of her <laughs> butthole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, after that, we uh, now now we go to Dragonstone and we see... John and uh, Annie's uh, weird romantic moment in the cave. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think about that, Tyler? Did you, did you think that was awkward? I thought it felt pretty natural. Um, I don't think there's anything like suspicious or strange about it. I think it's it felt super organic, which was not normal for for this series as a whole. Um, you you don't really see that kind of thing often, uh, but seeing this, it it felt like uh, very planned to me. Yeah, I guess so because I mean people have been shipping them for such a long time, but right. the fact that we know that they're related now that just makes it so weird. Just just um, John's just her nephew technically. That's you know. so weird. They're just nephew, just nephew relationship. Neither of them know it yet. I guess they can Baney. Yeah. I don't know. Is uh, being related, has has that ever stopped anyone? Really? Not in this show. <laughs> not, not as far as Game show. of Thrones go. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, and they are both Targaryens, and Targaryens tend to bang other Targaryens. Targaryens right. do like the incest. Also, they don't have to worry about impregnating Daenerys because she's already unbearing. Um, she can't have more kids. She can't? No. Uh, when did they say that? that? Whole magic stuff with um, Khal Drago. Yeah. She and her uh, stillborn baby. Yeah. She uh, actually became barren from it. Really? Oh. I didn't realize that. I thought it was just. I thought it was just the one. No, she lost that baby, and she lost any uh, future potential children. Oh, except for, I you know, her, that makes, her three that babies. That makes the dragons all the more important, right? Yeah, because yeah. those are her yeah, kids, sure. but rather right. a dragon. But yeah, no, but she can't have kids, so you know what? She can incest it all she wants. But doesn't nice. that kind of mess with her claim to the throne, though? Because well, anyone knows. I guess. <laughs> Uh, I had a question about what they were saying about the cave paintings because mm-hmm. uh, John was saying that the the first men and the children of the forest banded together against the White Walkers. Yeah. But that's not how... I mean, maybe they did at one point, but that's not how that started, though. That started, they were at war with each other, and then the children of the forest created the White Walkers to try and win the war. But that those were after that point because we know that the children of the forest and the first men were at war, and that's why the White Walkers were created. Right. Because the children of Sir of the forest created the um, Night King right. to kill the humans, but then they they created something that was going to kill them too. And so they had to put their differences aside to beat this bigger opponent. Right. That's what that was all about. But so it still follows along in the story. It's just not the best idea for like two two factions coming together because they yeah they were originally at war and yeah. the two that they're talking about in present time are not at war yet so maybe they should be at war first if they're going to go by that analogy. Well, um. Okay, is it? I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna try arguing with it. <laughs> I feel like this is gonna be one of those endless loop situations. Probably. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. I disagree with you, but go on. 
<laughs> okay, so uh, anything else that we need to touch on there? Um, well, I'm thinking because uh, you you know she told him in that scene that she will give him everything he needs if he bends the knee. Uh-huh. And but John doesn't want to bend the knee, but John's going to have what he needs from Daenerys. He has to bend the knee. So, right. I'm thinking this is actually where we're going to see a uh, political marriage between the two happen. Yeah, this is going to become well, the, be the solution that John's going to come up with because he doesn't want to bend the knee to her. But if they were to wed, he could still be king of the north and she could be the queen of everything else. Tyler? And then that would make her a northerner through marriage. So then the north northerners who he leads will accept her. She did say that she wanted to be single when she goes to Westeros just in case she needed to use marriage as a bargaining chip. Um, yep. Tyler, what were you going to say? I, Andrew, I think you're underestimating the uh, the actual pain that comes along with arthritis. Um, if if he's having issues with bending his knees, uh, that's that's not something that's easily you know fixed. I mean, that's that's almost a chronic issue. And regardless of the North or becoming a king or whatever, you know, it's it's not going to be easy going forward. Yeah, you know, that is a great point. I, I hadn't considered that yet. Well, John just hasn't been to me because he has arthritis. Well, oh, yeah. man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgive you. Just keep it in mind next episode, all right? Uh-oh. Uh. <laughs> no. Speaking uh, of John's John arthritis, um, <laughs> you know the scene when Davos and John were walking on the bridge and Davos yeah. was kind of like, hey, so that Daenerys, she, did, did you check out that ass? And John's just immediately like, the the wall, they're coming, they're going to come and get us, the White Walkers. And he's just, he, he's just so on that one track all the time. He's just such a little bitch about it. I kind of feel like sometimes, like, come on, man, have a little levity in your life. His, his like, girlfriend died three months ago. Do you think he's, like, a little bit now? <laughs> I'm wondering about that because he did die. So uh, now that yeah. he's back, like, does everything work? Uh-oh. Maybe. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, you were saying that for her, not, it doesn't work anymore. So maybe it doesn't work for him now, which would make them a good couple. Oh, she can, Daenerys can still have sex. She just can't um, yeah. have babies. Yeah. Her which... eggs are soured. <laughs> she can still orgasm, is we. So something that I was thinking would be a great plan for them is uh, I can't remember her name right now, um, Masande or something, uh, Grey Worm's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. When she was telling them why they follow her, I was thinking yeah. like, well, what John needs to do is take her with him back to the north and have her speak to all the kings there. Like they can, they can rally, she can rally them around her. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a great plan because that that was a very good speech that she gave. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then we have uh, Theon comes back to Dragonstone. Yeah. Well, what's going to happen with him? With Theon Greyjoy? Yeah. Um. Who knows? I I feel like they've been trying to set up his character to redeem himself at some point. But he has a lot of emotional bullshit he has to go through still to be He's able so to... I want him to die so badly. I'm sure he'll die redeeming himself or he'll be that one of the few characters to make it all the way through. <laughs> Why him? Why? I thought it was interesting <laughs> with when uh, he met up with John again. For a second, I thought they, were, they might hug. Like... I thought John was going to knock him the fuck out. I don't know, the way they were like going slowly towards each other it was like because she is missing her set of keys. I think Aaron might have her keys. 
but she is not here. Oh, he's talking in the background. Oh. Okay. I was like, yeah. are you talking to us, dude? Yeah. Um, no, um, but, yeah, John's going to just, uh, I thought John was going to punch him when they were doing this. Yeah, uh, right? I thought once they got face-to-face, we were going to have John just swing. Yeah, I was very disappointed John did not do any swing of any sort. <laughs> I mean, he grabbed him aggressively. That was something. Uh, I wanted a hit. Yeah. Because he does, he does know that um, he didn't kill his brothers through Sansa. And he does know that he saved Sansa. That's the only thing keeping him alive with John there is if you didn't save Sansa, I would have killed you right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, though. I mean, they were buddies back in the day, you know? Yeah, buddies. And he hugely betrayed him, destroying his household. Yeah, totally which, did. Uh, to, uh, Why is he Randy still alive? Being able to take control of Winterfell, which then caused his two younger brothers to be killed in his mind. He doesn't know if Rance still arrived, but he did see Thomas get killed in front of him. So there's a lot of emotional baggage on John's side towards this traitor who he yeah. viewed as a brother at one point in his life who fully betrayed his family and caused. This is why I'm really confident that Yara damage. isn't going to die because Theon still needs to face Yara after that bullshit he just pulled. She, like, stuck up with it for him and stuff. Mm-hmm. Such an asshole. Oh, yeah. He's gonna. He has to have his one redeeming moment eventually, slowly. Uh, you said that uh, you had notes from Jonathan. What did he say? Oh, um, so like uh, John thinks that um, John is going to marry uh, Sansa. Sansa, really? Why? Why yeah. do you think that? To strengthen the political control in the north. Even though I think that's a little weird since they are technically cousins. <laughs> yeah, I guess they are cousins, huh? Well, everyone else thinks but they, they're siblings. They think they're, they're siblings, too. I mean... Yeah. Just half well, siblings. I mean, they, they think that they're only half siblings. Yeah, I guess that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just half. <laughs> but, um... No, and then um, oh, I'm trying to think of other things we talked about last night. But like, um, a lot of it's just like way future end game stuff that we uh, discussed, like um, how uh, instead of seeing in the end, we're not going to see anyone end up on the uh, Iron Throne, but mm-hmm. because of their characters like Sam, John, and. Uh, Tyrion, Sam this episode. we're going to see more of a republic slash or democratic type system be, be created because those oh, are the characters that see the flaws in the uh, current system. And that uh, Daenerys is going to, uh, in his theory, in his idea, Daenerys is going to be, she's going to die at some point. Hmm. Yeah, I could see her dying towards the end because that would be just sad. Mm-hmm. But, uh... No. She going to sacrifice well, herself for her people somehow? Yeah. And then, like, um... But we need to get... We need everyone to get to the north. I want to see some zombie fighting. <laughs> I think we're going to see some in the next episode. Um, yeah. I didn't watch the uh, next episode. Preview. They they showed a little bit of some White Walkers and the next episode called East Watch, which I think isn't that where uh what's his name? That's where the wildlings are. Yeah. So I think we're gonna see some battling with them finally. I I'm excited to see Arya with her new little shiny dagger doing some yeah. uh, fascination of White Walkers. Yeah, her Valyrian steel steel, that'll be great. Mm-hmm. Okay, what what is Valerian steel? Because we got dragon glass, which apparently works really well, and then um, we have Valerian steel, which works like dragon glass somehow. Well, uh, Valerian steel is a um, 
ancient crafted uh, steel where it doesn't rust and it doesn't uh, dull. And the uh, technique to make it was lost. Like, uh, you remember when um, they were going to uh, Daenerys's, so the homeland of the Targaryens, where the Targaryens regularly came, where the Targaryens originally came from, filled with the uh, men with those, the, 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 uh, what's it called, uh, grayscale. Oh, yeah, okay. That's where the yeah. Targaryens originally came from? That's where they originally came from. Okay. That's where, uh, and that that was an ancient, incredibly advanced for its time civilization before it collapsed, and no one knows why it collapsed or what happened. But this was the kingdom oh. had the uh, technique of forging Valerian steel. Oh, but then okay. after this kingdom was destroyed or fell or whatever happened with it, so were a lot of uh, techniques lost, such as creation of Valerian steel or uh, maesters being able to use magic and a bunch of other things were lost when this kingdom fell. So Valerian steel is incredibly rare because no one can make it. Do you think we're going to check in with Marine at all during the next couple episodes? Or are we um, just kind of done with that part of the story now? I think we're kind of just going to be done. I don't think they're going to really talk about it much because it's going to be doing its own thing. And I, and, uh, I don't think uh, Daenerys is ever going to cross the sea again. Never again? I don't think she's ever going to cross the sea again. I think she's going to... Not even to see where her beautiful cow Drogo was burned? Nope. Not even to see her boyfriend of the uh, Southern Mercenaries. Poor guy. Just totally stood up. Okay, let's let's go back to this battle. All right, battle, battle. Now, like in this battle, we see when Daenerys comes in, the dragon targeted all of the wagons. Yeah. Which... The Lannisters were hugely relying on these wagons to be able to supply their people with food. Food, yeah. To make it through the uh, winter. Yeah. Now they've lost all of that. So uh, now we have Daenerys, who, uh, if you go back to season one, when you had Robert Baratheon, or Robert Baratheon, Mm -hmm. he was talking about how if uh, Daenerys, if he made it across with the Dothraki horde and everything, that uh, they would have to fight him in the castles because only a fool would face the Dothraki yeah. in the uh, field. Yeah. And so then they would, you know, have to barricade up. But yeah, then like how that, like how that one guy city, said, "Your people don't know how to fight." Yeah. But then, like uh, when they get sealed up in their city, they'll end up. Uh, they don't have the resources or capability to make it through a long siege. And so, who are the people going to choose? Yeah. And so, Robert kind of foreshadowed. You could see a lot of foreshadowing in this season from Robert Baratheon. Who's been dead for six seasons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, so, she just destroyed those food supplies, which is the crucial point for Cersei and Jaime. Now that they don't have those food supplies, they're not going to be able to feed the people. And if they can't feed the people while they're underneath siege, they're going to, the people are going to turn up. She has the support of the Iron Bank, though. Yeah. But she can keep the support of the Iron Bank, is the question. Because when the Iron Bank was given the support, it was pretty much right after the um, victory in High Garden. Right. But now that they pretty much lost the victory of High Garden. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that. Uh, we've kind of taken out all the allies now. And it's yeah. pretty much just the main players. Yep. 
Like, um, did Charlie survive the battle? I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. I think the Charlies are good. Like, uh, Father Charlie. But, uh... Yeah, pretty sure. We're gonna see... We're gonna see some stuff. Well, um, I'm still waiting for the scene. I'm thinking because after this battle, they're gonna capture someone, like, let's say it's either gonna be Jamie, maybe it's gonna be Charlie, maybe someone I'm, else. I'm excited to see uh, Jamie and Tyrion meet up again. Then they're they're gonna meet one of them, and uh, we're gonna have. I'm thinking we're gonna have to have a, the scene where Daenerys is going to pass judgment on someone of importance, and her guards or someone else is gonna do it, and Jon's gonna be in the room, and Jon's gonna be like, "No, if you're going to." execute this person, do it yourself. And he's going to tell her, if you ever want me to bend the knee or anyone in the North to ever bend the knee to you, you got to do it. As I said in previous podcasts, things has to happen. <laughs> what's, what's Cersei's next move, do you think? Oh, man. So hard to know what Cersei's going to do. She's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's probably not going to try to save Jamie, you don't think. I don't even know how she could. Mm, no. I I feel like she um I feel like this is going to seal her um alliance and relationship with uh the Greyjoy. You're on. Hang on. Yep, that's it. That's is going to be the nail in the coffin for her to either hook up or marry him or whatever because now she's going to need him more than ever. Yeah, for sure. Um, we talked before about manufacturing more of those uh, big spear things. Yeah. Now, now that one is destroyed, which mm-hmm. why did they have that there in the first place? I mean, it was lucky for them that they did, but yeah. why? That was well, weird. It wasn't, actually, I would have said it wasn't lucky for them to have it with them. Well, yeah, I guess not. Right not in case the dragon did show, but it didn't. They didn't do any crucial damage to the dragon with it. It got slightly injured, but it's going to heal from that easily. And now I still the they know going that down, they have yeah. this weapon. Him using that weapon actually probably just fucked Cersei's plan completely because now yeah, they probably. can. Because their best option would have been a surprise attack with those on the dragon. But now that, well, see, seen it, now that Daenerys has seen it, they know to watch out for it, they know to target them, and they know that, that they exist. That's why I still think that they're going to do what I was saying before. Yeah. And, like, so now uh, Danny's going to be, like, practicing dodging and stuff with her dragon mm-hmm. so that she knows that she can handle them. Um, yeah. But then when, they're, when they actually finally go to siege the Red Keep, Cersei's just going to have, like, a hundred of the fucking things. And oh, that, that's how it's going to make it like an even battle. Yeah. Oh, but we also have uh, that they don't want to attack um, King's Landing. Yeah. Just because they right. don't want to kill the people. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wanted to touch on that. What do you think about uh, Danny asking John for advice? Yeah. Uh, what was the advice he gave? I'm trying to remember. Um, she just asked, uh, you know, she had just lost, uh, yeah. High Garden and she got Castle Rock, but there was nothing there. Um, yeah. and she lost her fleet and stuff. And so she was like, what do you, what do you think I should do? Do you think I should attack the Red Keep? And, um, mm-hmm. John told her like, uh, no, if you just use your dragons as a weapon of war and just kill thousands of innocent people with them, then people aren't going to follow you. Yeah. But anyway, what do you think about her asking him for advice? I think it's kind of she's acknowledging that she respects him. Yeah, for sure. Did that because uh, we kind of do have a slight mutual respect going on between the two towards each other. It felt very out of place, but I'm thinking she's starting to like him, like like him, yeah. like him. Which still seems creepy. Yeah. But John's hard not to like. 
John is I don't hard even not have to like. all these issues with him, Izzy, but you're like the only one. <laughs> what issues do I have with John? I think John's not fine. <laughs> He's kind of a little bitch sometimes, but. <laughs> He's never been <laughs> very. Uh, Aggressive. He's a very passive type person. <laughs> well, that's not what I mean. I mean, like, you know, before, you know, when he was hanging out with Sam at the wall yeah. and stuff, he'd, he'd crack a joke every once in a while, you know? He, he'd, he'd, you know, live a little. And now he's just like, anytime someone talks to him about anything, he's like, no, we can't talk about things. There's zombies, damn it. I said, what are you talking about? He's just fo- he is focused on the zombies because that is the problem. John's the one that knows what the problem is, and he realizes the rest is bullshit. And you expect him to fully recover from getting fucking stabbed in the heart by his own men? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he has a lot of PTSD going on right now. <laughs> Still, it's gonna help him to like you know try to try to relax a bit. Hey, yo, bro, just make a joke of everything. I know you're just stabbed in the fucking heart. <laughs> just that was, like, it. last season. <laughs> that was two seasons ago. No, that was last season. No, that was the end of two seasons ago. He was revived at the beginning of last season. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was. Yeah. But, yeah, it's still... He got stabbed in the heart. Give him some time to recuperate. And not much time passed over that last season. I suppose that's true. Fuck even happened last season. What has John been up to? Oh, Battle of the Bastards. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Okay. (laughs) Guess that was kind of a big deal. Yeah. You know, and he just saw his little brother killed after he was killed. He thinks his little brother I mean, is like... dead. His sister was raped. Uh, <laughs> he is the only one that seems to be even aware that they need to be freaking out about the North. <laughs> Do you think him and Sam are going to get back together? I think that they'd make a great couple. Very... Him and Sam? Yeah, they got a very they got a pretty good brother. Sam is supposed to be his. Yeah, John's the charismatic muscle. <laughs> Sam is supposed to be John's maester. Yeah. Well, um, I wonder if we're going to see Sam go back and rejoin the uh, brother of the Night Watch. But I'm feeling... Oh, yeah, I guess he kind of has to, huh? He took an oath. Yeah. But uh, the I have a feeling that the Archmeister at the Citadel wants to make uh, Sam his protege and his replacement. He he can't, though. He took an oath. I know, but I think he wants to. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Tyler, what also, do you think? How many oaths have we seen broken in this show? <laughs> too many to count. Yeah. Yeah, but like breaking the the Night's Watch, that's that's punishable by death. They enforced that. Ned Stark enforced that. You think John would? I think he would take after Ned. I disagree. John left the Night Watch. Yeah, but that's <laughs> because he served his time. He you're supposed to serve the Night Watch until you die, and he died. So. He's got, I'm going to say he doesn't give a shit anymore. He's kind of in the mood of fuck the Night Watch. Like, I like some of the guys that are there right now, but fuck the Night Watch. <laughs> Just because they're racist, I mean, that's not a good deal. <laughs> so I'm thinking John would turn a blind eye to Sam. <laughs> Or he'll find a way to make Sam his meister at Winterfell. That'd be cool. 
Sam and Frodo down in Winterfell. <laughs> well, the Shire. Did, uh, it was Gamby. Did uh, Jonathan have anything else to say? Anything else you um, wanted to relay? How was how was uh, hanging out with him? Oh, it was fun. We had a good time. Yeah. We met up, had a couple of drinks, and then uh, we went back okay. to his place. Uh, had some food, and then watched some Game of Thrones. Nice. Had some wine there. How scandal. Um, it was good. Scandals is good. I miss Scandals. I want to go back. Oh, yeah. You've been to Scandals, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Great place. Yeah. What? Yep. No. Yeah, just, uh, you know, it was a good time seeing John. I had fun seeing Fun hanging out. What the hell are you good conversations to be had. What hotel are you in? I'm in Extended Stay America. What are you doing tonight? I'm going to be sleeping in my car in a Walmart parking lot. Walmart's a good parking lot to stay in. I have a buddy who's been uh, staying in a Walmart parking lot for, uh, I don't know, ever since I've known him, about a year now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, uh, today I'm putting more stuff into my storage unit. I'm figuring out all the stuff I don't need on me and that I can just go grab from my storage unit when I need it. So then, and then I'm going to, you know, clean up the car from the trip because it's something's massive cleaning out. So getting some situated here. But then uh, you can, uh, so you can do your drives? So I can do my drives, which I'm, which I'm guaranteed at least $1,000 a week driving for Lyft here. Nice. You won't be homeless too long. Yeah, I'm going to be making more than double than I was in Spokane. (laughs) Like, just got to wait to find some cute guy to be butt buddies with. Yeah. Is that a term that people use? I like butt buddies. It's cute. I know, like in Spokane, though, working at Denny's bi-weekly, working 60 hours a week, I was only making, like, Eight hundred and nine hundred dollars a paycheck. Yeah, <laughs> which you know by weekly. So here I'm making a thousand. So in one week I'm making two hundred dollars more than I would in two weeks in Spokane. So living cost is slightly more though. Slightly. Not that much more. It's slightly more, but for the amount of money I'm making, yeah, it compensates for it. Yeah, because. Here I'll probably be paying anywhere between six hundred and a thousand dollars for a place with no roommate. Okay, so you spend. But I'm already paying six hundred dollars in Spokane for my place. So. So you spend a month or two uh, living out of a storage unit, and uh, then you get your shit together, get a place, and then what's the plan? Um, just driving for Uber and Lyft and living in Portland. I don't know. I didn't have a plan. I just moved. I went with the flow. <laughs> That's the way to do it, I suppose. Yeah. There's no long-term plan here. I just needed <laughs> to get out of Spokane. I hated it there. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. I'd rather, I'd much rather be homeless in Portland than live in Spokane. That sounds like sarcasm. Yeah. It's not. I'm being sincere. I would have rather that. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then also, then it's just Spokane was just, I was just on repeat every day. The exact same. Hey, why? Go to the, go in there. Go. Nice. Nice to get some variation. But yeah, but, uh, that was just, you know, yeah, so Canada was just on repeat. It's the same thing every day. Literally the same thing every day. Couldn't you say that about anywhere, though? I feel like that's a product of the person and not the location. Location had something to do with it. Like no, no offense to you, of course. I'm just, I'm just saying, like you choose what you, what you do, and also like how you view where you live, and you know, I know you need to fall into. Spokane. I know you moved to Missoula, a shittier place, but Spokane's still shit. 
<laughs> How are things in Missoula? Things are great. Well, no, I, I like, I like the appeal of Portland better. I like the look of Portland better. I like, yeah. yeah. I like uh, there's so much about Portland that I like way more than Spokane. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. <laughs> yeah, I love Portland. And then like just the uh, vibe of the city, just the vibe here. I fit mm-hmm. in more than I do in Spokane. Yeah, for sure. I think, I I think the vibe of a city can even like reinvigorate you to do more even. So yeah, yeah. You know, I think I just, overall this will be really good for you. It's just I got stuck in the same loop in Spokane. Yeah. Work, work, work. With yeah. no no chance of advancement, no chance of anything. <laughs> just doing I hear the same you. thing. Plus, you got yeah, Jonathan but, down there. He'll take care of you. You'll keep things interesting. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, in, I'm having fun with John, and John's introduced me to a few of his peeps, and they all like me, so I'm good. To your face. To my face. <laughs> no, they, I'm uh, I'm supposed to watch uh, Game of Thrones now with uh, Matt and John. Nice. Oh, nice. And, I'm going to uh, try to get... I'm going to try and get Sundays off so that we can do this on Sunday nights because that would be yeah. a lot easier on everyone's schedule. But, yeah, but, uh, yeah we need to – also, I got uh, the uh, feelers out for uh, babysitters for a uh, boy with uh, John and stuff. And even Matt said he'd be willing to babysit boy if I really ever needed it. How's and, boy doing? Is he liking it there? Oh, yeah. He's uh he's been having fun and he's been liking how much time we've been spending together. Uh probably like a million new smells for him. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, like uh on the road trip he wanted to stop like every fifteen, twenty minutes to check it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was like start whining like ah, and then you just go out, smell around for like four minutes and then just jump right back in the car. Like, let's go. <laughs> And then if the car's ever stopped, you'll stop start whining now. It's like, why is it stop? Go, go. <laughs> Humble it. Uh, okay, so I'm guessing Vegas trip that yeah. uh, me and Tyler are going to have to swing down to Portland and pick you up then, huh? Actually, that sounds super fun. We'll come down to Portland, hang out with me and John for New Year's. And then we'll go to LA. Or not yeah. LA. Uh, yeah, we should stay there for like a yeah. night or two. Yeah. At least between you and John, you guys will have a place to stay. Okay, so it's up to Tyler to get a car and then come to Spokane and pick me up. And then we'll both go down to Portland and pick you up. And then we'll no. go to uh, <laughs> Vegas and meet up with Twight. Sounds like a plan. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep, nope. Yep, yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh yeah, Portland. The uh, no one here knows how to drive though. Yeah, like, that's that's pretty true. The the it's so weird. I've never seen traffic like this where it's literally stop and go constantly. Like people just come to full stops for no reason, then they go, then they come to a full stop for no reason. Then they go, <laughs> and this is on the freeway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, people come to a full stop to merge into the next lane. <laughs> it's like, why don't you just merge? You had four car openings there. <laughs> Self-driving cars are going to be a godsend in that city. <laughs> I'm like, starting to see more and more that, like, people will always, like, talk about their hometown like oh, I love it here but they have the worst drivers like the worst drivers are here but I think I see that everywhere I go so I'm starting yeah. to you know understand that most people are just not good at driving yeah most people are I not good at driving <laughs> no uh, in Spokane like these people make Spokane drivers look great and it's like what the hell the Spokane drivers aren't that great either I mean they're yeah. better than Idaho drivers but that's a whole other shit show yeah. <laughs> Here in Montana they they like to do this thing where they they like to stop at an intersection and like wave you on. Like they like to give you permission to go. Oh, even no. if it's like 
the awesome. right of way. And I have just completely <laughs> started ignoring people when they try to wave me. I just don't like people telling me what to do. Yeah. Fight the power. Yeah. <laughs> like this yeah, I remember I remember in North Dakota, it was such a clusterfuck because everyone there was from a different region of the country. And so every single person drives completely differently. And so you never knew what to expect. And <laughs> well, yeah, no, yeah, it's just weird important. It's stop, go, stop, go, stop, go. <laughs> you know, I actually really like driving in Seattle. Those drivers are, they, they know how to drive because there's so much traffic. Everyone just, they just fucking go. <laughs> No shits are given. Yeah. I feel like in Portland, Portland has no rush feel to it. Personally. Yeah. I know <laughs> what you mean. Like, why, why is everyone so chill? Because <laughs> everyone's so hipster. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what it is. True phenomenon. The 90s are alive in Portland. <laughs> But yeah, it was no, the uh, time before George Bush. It's going to be a shock when they experience 9-11. Oh, man. <laughs> We're terrible on those. <laughs> Are we good on uh, 9-11 jokes yet? Is it is it okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, how many years yeah, has it been? That was so long ago? No, how many years has it been? 16. 16. How many years until AIDS was funny? Shit, I don't know. 19 and a half? I don't know, that's a South Park joke, isn't it? Yeah. How many years until AIDS was funny? Maybe it's uh, 911 years. years. 22.3 years, yeah. Oh, shit. So, we got another six years to go. Damn it. Okay. Damn it. Six <laughs> So, you're both... So, 9-11 will be funny in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I got to get off here. I got to shower and get out of my hotel room. Hey, I appreciate you taking the time to come on. And I appreciate oh. you guys for listening. Always. Alright. Have a good day, guys. I love you. I love you too, Tyler.